How's it going, guys? This is the Geeks of the Galaxy podcast. I'm Brett Medlock, here, as always, with Oscar Rendon. What's up? Not much, dude. It's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. There hasn't been a lot of news. There has except, been, technically. Except DC Fandom. But. DC Fandom. There's been a couple Marvel stuff. There's been... Nothing huge, I would say. Nothing huge, yeah. The Flash trailer was pretty big, I think. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. We're going we're gonna to talk all about it. If this is your first time here, this is the Geeks of the Galaxy podcast, where we talk about anything and everything, Marvel, DC, nerdy stuff, Star Wars, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk a little bit about the Book of Boba Fett today. That's really exciting. Yep. I think it looks pretty good. What do you think? We'll talk about it. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's go ahead and jump on into the news. First thing on the docket that I had was DC Fandom. So DC Fandom. Gotham Knights, the video game. Are you yeah. excited for that? I, it looked good. Like I'm excited about it. Like. I don't get excited about video games, except when they announced Spider-Man 2, uh, the Wolverine game, and then Gotham Knights once they saw the footage again. Because you kind of forget that yeah. they showed some stuff last year. It kind of breaks my heart hearing you say you don't get excited about video games. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my favorite. I don't know. Like It has to be something that I am into that will get me excited. Yeah. You know? Or I, I genuinely think you'll like the Guardians of the Galaxy game. I'm going to talk about it later on in the mm. show, but... It really has been surprising me so far. Okay, okay. But as for Gotham Knights, we saw an in-engine trailer, story trailer. We didn't see any gameplay, despite us originally seeing it at the first reveal. So that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. And I was expecting maybe they would show some gameplay a few days later, a week later, but we still haven't seen anything. And that's that one's coming first before Suicide Squad. So I'm really hoping they give us a big rollout of what exactly the game is. There's a lot of questions people have. Yeah. It's like apparently built around co-op, but, but we don't really know much about it. It's not like a games-as-service type game like Avengers was trying to be. That failed that miserably. Mm. Nobody cares about Avengers. Um, but a lot of people like the story campaign. That's where it seems like Marvel is hitting their stride. Avengers is is well known for its, its lackluster games-as-service elements, but most people like the story stuff in Avengers. Now... Guardians of the Galaxy, it's just a full-blown linear story, and they nailed it. Same with Spider-Man, despite like being open world. It's still pretty linear as for the story, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. like this open world where you can go and do whatever you want. You're still following a linear path. Now, with Gotham Knights, I'm curious. Is it like a blending of the two? Are you going around like Gotham City doing random things? Is there like a set linear story that you're following? That's, that's the type of questions I have, you know? I think that's what it is. Just from... Th- just um hmm, let me see just from how the game looks i don't think it's a whole lot of open world yeah it seems like it's more i guess just yeah. kind of like the, the arkham games i know you haven't played them unfortunately i think you would love those as well <laughs> dude i know you would love those games uh but yeah I, i'm hoping it's still like story driven has a lot of cinematic moments and whatnot and yeah. then if you want to jump into the side stuff you can go do like random crimes and stuff like that yeah that's how I. That's what I hope it is. But otherwise, we didn't really see much, you know. Yeah. No. Well, if, if I remember correctly from last year, so it's like you get to be Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Red Hood. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's just gonna be one of those like weird like once you finish like a mission as Robin, cutscene, and then you're doing something as Red Hood. I I had heard that you could choose to be someone the entire game. Which kind of confuses me because then it's like, how is the story built around having them, anyone in the in the like as the protagonist, basically, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of confusing because I had heard you can choose to be whoever you want out of all four the entire game, and the other characters will level up with them, like as you as your main guy levels up. So you do probably feel inclined to try out the other characters as well. But I don't know how they're gonna do it. Maybe I don't know. 
Is it is it kind of like uh like Avengers where like you could bring other people with you, but they're not like they're in the like they're a part of the gameplay, but they're just not a part of the story. Whenever you like cut to yeah, like, like a story, main story stuff. yeah, yeah, that's how it could be. I'm not sure because you have to think if this like this if the story. If you can play as anyone the whole time, the story has to be built around something else aside from being a personal story with any of them, which kind of yeah. worries me, you know? So, that is a little worrisome, but I don't know. I guess we'll see how it pans out. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited just to, to be back in Gotham City. It's been too long since Arkham Knight came out in 2015, I want to say. It's been six years since we had a Batman game, and Batman's not even playable oh i don't know he might be a playable character in this game i guess we'll see apparently he's dead he's dead (laughs) but i don't know is he dead they killed him i don't think he's dead this is a a brand new rebooted universe so he's so depressed after the death of uh detective gordon or commissioner gordon i think he's i think commissioner gordon's dead too is that what they said in the trailer i think that was from the very first trailer wasn't it like his son that took or no it was it was it was was it barbara yeah no she's back back she's back girl yeah i don't know i don't know how they're gonna do it i think they're all dead I'm kind of disappointed that it's not in the Arkham Games universe, and apparently Suicide Squad is, which is so strange to me. I'll get to that after this one. That's on the list, anyway. Mm. Um, <clears throat> because this has the feel of the Batman Arkham Games, the more dark, gritty, that that type of thing, whereas yeah. Suicide Squad looks more happy, bright, jokey, that kind of stuff. This second show that we got for Suicide Squad, which I guess we can just jump right into it, it... It, it gave me more of the Arkham games feel than the first one. Because the, the first like CG trailer, it was all like happy-go-lucky, joke, bright, daytime type stuff. Whereas yeah. this had a lot more darker moments. And also the jokes that I thought was pretty funny whenever they were shocking Penguin. Yeah. Which was still the same Penguin as the Arkham games. Which is, I get, this game is canon, despite Deadshot, if, he, if he's the same character, they changed his race. Mm. He's black now. He was white previously in this canon. Um... <laughs> Also, Shark is that that's the name, right? King, King Shark. Shark. Yeah. Um, they had said that the animated movie was canon, the the Assault on Arkham movie, and I I'm, I heard he died in that movie, so I guess they they retconned that. So now yeah. he's still alive in this. Um, and my my other complaint before was that Harley Quinn just did not look or sound the same, but I did go back and check out Arkham Knight, and she looks and sounds pretty similar. Like it's it's still the same actress. The the girl always plays her. What's her name? Yeah, Tara Strong. I think so, yeah, Tara Strong. Um, but I just thought she looked a lot different. But then I realized in Arkham Knight, they actually did change her model quite a bit compared to Arkham City and Asylum. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's the same universe. It's mm. kind of strange. <laughs> well, I guess because they're in Metropolis. Uh, yeah. So they're going to do a lot more stuff in the daytime. It's um, just, it's kind of weird that, like, the most exciting element that I think of this game is seeing the Justice League. Yeah. Not necessarily this, like being in the suicide squad you know what i mean yeah because uh yeah we saw flash we saw superman did we see green lantern i think so we saw like something about him. yeah wonder woman and but i don't think we saw batman no he didn't no so well apparently in the arkham universe he is dead so i mean he's dead in quotes it's batman maybe he's not dead yeah but apparently he died at the end of arkham knight but then like if you if you got all the achievements and then finished the game there was like this tease at the end that hinted that he was still alive after all i don't know also they 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 the dark knight rised us you know yeah exactly <laughs> he's dead but hmm, he's hmm, not what dead. Is he? now one thing i wanted to bring up to you was hmm. what if they brought back joseph gordon joseph gordon levitt to play robin in the flash movie oh so we're jumping to the flash now 
Yeah, we, we, let's just jump over yeah, there. Yeah. Um, you have anything to say about Suicide Squad, the game? Uh, nah. We didn't see gameplay. Yeah, we didn't see gameplay, so I, I we saw a little bit. Like very like a like a flash of it, but yeah, there might have been like little elements here and there yeah. that showed it without like the hood or anything. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, so I have uh, so I have some theories on on this Flash movie. So, and I don't know how true they are, my theories, but we'll we'll find out when it comes out next year. Uh, I think the alternate Barry Allen that he meets, I think he becomes Reverse Flash. Really? I think so. Like just from. Just, just the way that he, they make um, his, uh, his like Flash costume. They use like part of the Batman costume, and I think it's yellow instead of red. Mm. And primarily, the primary color for the Reverse Flash is yellow. So I don't know. Maybe that's a new take on the Reverse Flash. No, I haven't even seen a lot of Flash in a long time. But I was already getting kind of tired of Reverse Flash being the main bad guy because he, he seems like he's been so prominent in the TV series. Do you think they would do it in this movie? I don't know, cause it's interesting. Yeah, cause it's it, they're basically doing the Flashpoint, so Flash uh, Reverse Flash would have to be a part of it. But mm, it's weird. I don't like. I, I don't know much about the movie to to be like why, how does he go back in time? Why does he go back in time? Exactly. Cuz the diff, I guess the difference between the mo- this movie and like other iterations of the Flashpoint is that he usually replaces the alternate version of himself that takes place in that timeline. Oh, so when he goes back, he just turns into them. Yeah. So like he has none he has none of their memories, but he's just like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm maybe I'm, since they're doing the multiverse thing instead of a, the timeline thing." It's a multiverse. Yeah, so there, there can be multiple hymns. Okay. Instead of being like just you, you time go back in time and yeah. replace. That's what it seems like. Um, so we saw. I mean, I mean, we heard uh, Michael Keaton. He was the guy, like the main narrator, like, narrator yeah. which was really surprising. It t- it took me a minute to realize that's who was talking. Oh, I knew immediately. But uh, yeah, so that was awesome. I was hoping we would see him, but we don't see nothing. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, do we see the uh, the bat like yeah, the, the silhouette? Yeah, the bat. The ears, points. Yeah. Okay, so we did see that, but I was hoping we would actually see him in the suit. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering how that suit's gonna look in 2021. Like, I think they're gonna update it just a little bit. You think so? Like, yeah, it won't be the exact. No, like the suit that's at Six Flags in the glass. No, <laughs> I think they're gonna. Up, yeah, they're gonna update it just slightly so it fits them a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but now, now what's crazy is I had heard that whenever um, what's his name tried out to be Batman, uh, Robert Pattinson, they put him in that suit. No, they put him in the Val Kilmer suit. Val Kilmer, that's what yeah. it was. Which, which I thought was kind of funny because like, like they don't have any other modern suit that he can try on of Batman. Like, why put him in that old, like corny-looking one? Actually, the Val Kilmer suit looks pretty good. Like, if you go back and watch Batman Forever, it looks really good. Okay, I might be mixing it up. I, I watched it recently, but let's take a look. Batman and Robin is like the corny one, but but uh, let's take a look at this suit. But like Christian Bale, he auditioned in that suit. That's like the go-to suit for people to audition in. Yeah, it looks all right. One thing I don't like is the you can't move your neckness. Yeah, and I know that's kind of a staple for live-action Batman. But whenever they changed it in the Dark Knight Rises to actually have a bendy neck, I thought it looked so much better. And uh, I thought that they were going to do that moving forward. But whenever Ben Affleck came out, he had the big old cowl where you can't move your neck; you just have to move your whole body. <laughs> yeah. Well, I if I remember correctly, uh, the the cowl that they use in in the movie he said that he can move his neck more but it was, he still had to move his body a little bit yeah but 
Yeah. One thing I do like about the Robert Pattinson Batman suit is that apparently they built it around like, is this would this be something someone actually wore, and not just be this super uncomfortable suit that the actor has to wear the whole time? Yeah, but I'm sure it was still super uncomfortable. Yeah, it was still super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I just feel like it wouldn't be that hard to make a cool looking suit that was comfortable. Yeah, I mean, I guess for it to look like like movie quality, it probably would have to be a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Didn't Robert Pattinson also talked about Kilmer about playing Batman? Was that a thing? About him playing Batman? Yeah. Like, didn't he? Didn't they talk to each other? Like, he gave him tips and whatnot. Uh, no. Mm. Not that I've heard of. I, mu- I must have just dreamt that. Yeah. Um. You, you dream a lot of things on <laughs> yep, this show. <laughs> I, do, I do dream a lot. But um, I thought I thought the trailer looked good. Um. Oh wait, we're, we're still back. we're still at the Flash. Uh, yeah, the Flash. But um, I think um. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot for me to. I like the new suit. I hate um, it. The headpiece. <laughs> I don't looks, hate it, but it looks silly in my opinion. The headpiece. Uh, maybe it's because it's in the shadow. I couldn't see it well enough, but I think it looks good. Um, <clears throat> I didn't like the bulkiness of the. I thought uh, I didn't think it looked that bulky though. I just thought it looked metally. Yeah, which, which I liked. I and didn't like it. I I just don't think like, like I also liked season one of the Flash suit, in which you didn't like, right? Season one of The Flash? Yeah. I liked it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you, the other one you liked a lot more, though. Um, I liked the first season, uh, but the, the suit has gotten way better. I See, that's what we disagreed on. I think it looks so much worse now. No, it looks great. I just, I don't know. I feel like you, like you're running full speed. You should have a little bit of armor on, but yeah. I don't know. It depends what the material is made out of. I'm, I'm not a Flash like super fan, so I know if there if there are people listening who are, they're probably like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. Plus, I mean, it's modeled after. I think it's modeled a little bit after the uh, the, the Injustice Point. game. Oh, Injustice. Yeah. Because uh, Flashpoint, it's just like the regular like skin tight suit and just like the gloves, and that's it. Mm. But it looks more like the one in uh, Injustice. I don't want to judge it too harshly right now because I'm sure the movie will look a lot different than this teaser that they shot super early. Because the movie's still being made right now. Oh, well, they finished filming like oh, a couple they? months ago. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So I guess that, that, that could have been a final shot. Oh, How did they not have more to show us? I don't know. The Batman showed us that great long trailer when they were like 25% through filming it, remember? I don't know. I, th- <laughs> I think they were desperate to put something out. So they're like, yeah, let's just cobble a bunch of stuff. It looked so complete, too. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, the Flash teaser, I, th- I liked it a lot. Yeah, I liked it, too. It was hype. And then the car scene. Yeah, but I'm. I guess I'm. Um, curious though, because he'll have to come. He'll either have to come back to this universe, the DCEU main timeline. Does Does that Barry Allen that he visits? Does he gain powers? Does he become Reverse Flash? Like what happens to that Barry Allen? Yeah, because he has a mom still, right? Yeah, because he looks like he wants to be the Flash. Because he has like the he was he was wearing yeah Batman suit like. Spray painted. Yeah. So it's like, does funny. He, is he just wearing it to protect himself, or does he like have like speed or like? And I'm just trying to picture like the scene of how that's a thing. Like, because yeah, they put they show up at Batman's place. They're like, okay, now we're gonna go do this, but he's gonna be like, but I need some type of protection gear. And then they're gonna look over, like camera's gonna pan over to but like the Batman suit. And he'd be like, okay, I'll wear that, but mm. it doesn't look like the Flash. Yeah, it looked it looked more like he was wearing like uh, football pads, like like, yeah. the, pa- like the padding. Like I'm, I feel, I feel like they're gonna like cut it or something, like so that it fits mm-hmm. that that Barry Allen. But yeah, like I'm very interested to see what happens. I saw some people p- 
predicting, which is probably not a thing, that the second Flash that they were showing is they're trying to keep it a secret, but it's actually Grant Gustin. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. And that there's not actually two Ezra Millers. But then when you look at the set photos and stuff, you clearly see his stunt double that looks just like him that they yeah. use for all the scenes. So Yeah, people are just idiots. That's a pie-in-the-sky <laughs> prediction if I ever heard one. <laughs> but that would be cool. Like That'd be the ultimate secret. I mean, He's got to be in this movie. I right? think he is going to be somehow. Like a like a cameo. So yeah, I think he's gonna cameo in some way, even if it's like a post credit, like him running through the uh, speed force, mm-hmm. you know, and like this uh, is a movie where they could have so much fun with with like multiverse stuff. No, I think that's what they said. I think uh, Ezra Miller was talking about, or someone was talking about how they're gonna they're gonna play with the multiverse with this movie a little bit more. So I think. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like that could be like a post credit scene where he's like just running through the speed force checking out other multiverses. Mm-hmm. He runs into Grant Gustin and gets like, Oh, it's you again and he's yeah. like, Oh, new suit? He's like, Yeah, I kinda it's you know inspired by you. Yeah. And he's like, Oh man, like yours looks better now. <laughs> <laughs> so I think um I think yeah, I think they're that's what they're gonna do. If he's not in the movie movie, he's gonna be like a post credit, like, you know. Yeah. Kinda like the stupid uh, ending to Justice League where it's him and Superman racing. Oh my god! Wait, it's in Smallville. Uh, no, in the in the Joss Sweden version of uh, Justice League, they were racing at the end. Yeah, they had like that post credit scene where, um, horrible mustache. <laughs> He's like, uh, Bruce told me something about brunch. You know, like they were racing to see who would pay for brunch. Dude, I literally don't. I don't think I ever saw the end. Oh wow! Scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. yeah, it was not funny. It was. It, they were basically trying to do that shawarma scene from Avengers. Yeah. You, you knew you knew Josh Sweden was like yeah this is we have to recreate everything I already did yeah <laughs> it's the same exact falling on the breast scene <laughs> over and over in every movie <laughs> yes breasts we need more breasts more breasts <laughs> oh man but uh, he sucks though like apparently people don't even like him no yeah like uh, Gal Gadot was like yeah he was will he ever work again in Hollywood I don't think so if he does I don't know who I don't know. Isn't it kind of weird? Because didn't Marvel recently put out like a, a like a, a documentary type thing, like creating Phase One or what and whatnot, and he's like prominent in it because he was a big part of Marvel Phase One. They they talk about him, but I don't think he actually. They didn't show him talking. Oh, okay, I so, thought I saw him like sitting in a circle with everyone else. Yeah, like you see him like sitting in a circle or whatever, like when they're talking about like the like the couple like starting up the Marvel you know cinematic universe. But you never hear him. You never see like him sitting talking like at mm-hmm. the camera. It's usually like James so, Gunn. Like, older scene, like yeah. older like videos that they use that he's in. Yeah, that he's just like in the video, but he's not talking. But yeah. like you'll you'll see like Scarlett Johansson be like, oh yeah, like Joss was great with this, but like because it's like you know you kind of have to credit him. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> it's just weird. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because like I, I think I think earlier this month. Gal, I think yeah, Gal Gadot was like she opened up a little bit more about her experience with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. she hated it too. Yeah, everyone apparently hates him. Yeah, no, and then yeah, people from Buffy came out. They're like, yeah, he's like the worst to work with. Like, like he'll God, yell how at does you. Someone like that even get where they're at? I don't know. I don't understand it. Like what? I don't know. Like that. Yeah, that's the that's the crazy part about it. So, we'll, we'll see. So move on to Shazam. Shazam. What what all do we see from Shazam? Uh, just behind the scenes stuff of like the the layer, mm-hmm. uh, 
Fury uh, of the Gods. Fury of the Gods. Um, not much. Like it was. It was just him, Zachary Levi, talking about uh, you know, what the movie was going to be more about. So it's like uh, the villains. You think it's the last one since the kids are all adults now? Uh, (laughs) Like in real life? Nah. You don't think so? Nah. Like they'll find a way to extend it to another one. At least another one. One Um, Because I feel like by the time the third one will come out, the kids will literally be like over 18 years old. Yeah, but they can still make them look younger. That Tom Holland has that effect. He's like, he's in his mid 20s. Oh yeah, I I want to talk about Uncharted. You know, he's in his mid-20s, and he's still playing 17, 16. That's the thing, man. He's He looks so young that I feel like he can't fully look like Nathan Drake, who he's, who he's playing in, in the Uncharted movie. Yeah. Did you watch that trailer? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I liked it, but I was just like... He, 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 he doesn't still... give me Nathan Drake vibes. Yeah. But I still... Kind of, I, I mean, still looks pretty good for, an un, for a movie that apparently didn't have much... Um, help from from naughty dog like unlike uh, the last of us tv show which is being heavily involved with with naughty dog the developer of, of the last of us yeah um the uncharted movie was fully sony um a few hands-on from naughty dog were involved i think um the nathan drake voice actor nolan north you might know him from pretty little liars <laughs> <laughs> that's the only live action thing i can think of that he's in it's like no i don't know oh uh, well he's uh I think he's in it at some point because mm. he was on set. He was wearing the classic Nathan Drake shirt in the picture they posted. So I think he has some type of cameo, which will be fun. Yeah. Honestly, he should have just played Nathan Drake. He already has his exact voice. They should have done old Drake story. Instead of young Drake that they're doing with, with, with Tom mm. Holland, do no. old Drake and then get a famous actress to play the daughter, like a big Hollywood star to play the daughter. Because, uh, spoilers, Nathan Drake has a daughter at the end of Uncharted 5. They could have just made it a sequel to the games. No, because Quit saying no, like you ever played no, an Uncharted game. Because I'm not talking about the games. I'm talking about like uh, as far as like a movie executive. They're thinking, oh, how do we get more out of this franchise? Well, who's the more popular character out of the daughter or father? It's the father. Like when I think of Uncharted, I've heard of the daughter. Don't give a fuck because all I know is Nathan Drake. That's me. I yeah, haven't he, played. A, he, I haven't played the video game in the movie though. Still, and then they could have given the star power. Give like bring someone in who like who's really big right now. That's like twenty. No one that I care about. <laughs> I don't I can't know. Think of any girl actor. Nope. Except Zendaya, but she can't be nope. Nathan, Nathan Drake's. <laughs> oh, she's mixed. There you go. She can be Nathan Drake's daughter. But uh, but they're. I think they're thinking long term. They're like okay. Tom Holland will grow into this character that you can like then after once he's like in his thirties, forties, yeah, you can do that that you can do that story. But I think they're trying they're trying to do that and stuff. Cause if you're if you're like doing it right off of the video game, you if you fuck up the movie, you kind of fuck up the video game franchise. Kinda, of, but you don't have to count it if you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, well that's what everyone says. That's what everyone here's, says when it's a bad movie. It's like, oh, it doesn't count. Here's the thing. You know how many Halloween movies were terrible and that it, it technically was in continuity with the with the original? And, but then they, they retconned them. They retconned it, but guess what? Those movies still exist. Yeah. So, so you can kind of then choose what's your continuity choice for the, for these movies. I kind of like the balls on the people who who did Halloween 1 and 2, the, like the new ones. They just straight up said the first movie's canon. We, we were completely redconning every single thing after that. Like, that's just kind of hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, and then there's the reboot, which I like the reboot. 
the one uh, Rob, Rob Zombie, Zombie did. did. First one was great. First one was great. I remember second watching one, the second one and being like so disappointed. I was more confused than disappointed. And that like, was before I was like a, a big film guy. I remember seeing yeah. it and being like, what the heck? Like, it's a whole different kid. It looks nothing like the other kid from the first movie. Well, that's because the other he kid had younger, but grown. this is a sequel. Like, this is supposed to be both after that movie, but he looks way younger. So they had to recast the kid because at that point, because they couldn't use that kid anymore. because probably he had, like five years older. Uh, I think they made the movie in 2009. Okay, it came out in 2009, but the problem with that is that that kid hit a growth spurt. They so he was like, he was like, I think he was like five something when they made that movie. Or like he, just he was like, the perfect casting for you for young Michael. But then he grows spurt to like six foot, dude. Like so <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't cast him. He's like wait, he's like taller than the dad. Yeah, dad. I wanted to go to school. <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah. So um, I think uh, uh, what were we just talking about? Talking about you know just kind of like uh, Nathan Drake. But yeah, I'm glad I'm I'm happy that they're doing like a younger version because then they'll grow into those characters because. Well, you got to think about too. There's gonna be people that are gonna go see this movie because of Tom Holland. I mean, definitely. You want it to succeed, so it's like you know, it's one of those things where if if they cast the the voice actor and they're trying to start this franchise, no one probably would have gone see it. That's what I'm saying. Young actress to play the daughter. That's super popular. You still have Sully. It would, it would have to be someone older than. I don't want to sound Mark sexist Wahlberg. here, but there is not a young actress. That has that kind of star power right now. If there you could couldn't, be. if you couldn't think of one, I mean, then I then there's definitely not one. There's one. No. There's there's Who? gotta be. That's not Zendaya. Who? Let me think for a minute. Everyone's gotten older. <laughs> I'm trying to think like uh, Cara Delevingne. Like she's too old now. Yeah, bro, she's been too old. <laughs> what are we talking she's about? She's not that old. She's like our age. She's she's like thirty now. I'm thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 30 next year. Um, sorry, we both took drinks at the same time and it yeah, got silent. <laughs> yeah, you forget that we're getting old too, bro. Too old. <laughs> but anyway, um, I still think if they if they cast big big stars for the daughter and Sully, it could have been a Nathan Drake is is in it, but he's not like the main character, and it's and it would have been cool because I don't think we're getting an Uncharted game anytime soon. We might get a remake of the first game, that's rumored. But uh, I'll play that. They sort of capped off the whole like storyline and then it ended with his daughter but now everyone's like we want a new uncharted game but obviously we, we want the daughter to be the main character then it'll just be like basically like tomb raider but still like tomb that's Man. what they are it's just they're, they're the same types of games yeah um so i feel like having the movie like uh like be around the daughter would have been really cool and i wrote a script <laughs> I, I actually just remember this i literally in my phone in the notes i wrote like this long script no you gotta for, for my uncharted 5 video game not not the movie you can't call it a script you gotta call it a treatment i treatment. wrote a treatment <laughs> i wrote a treatment wrote a treatment you know we'll see we'll see how it goes um but the treatment uh, was pretty cool though now that i'm thinking about it like, <laughs> I, I wrote it like four years ago when i'm like but actually when, I, when uncharted 4 come out like 2016 you're hyping up your own <laughs> i'm gonna sh- i'm gonna send it to you, like, you know, it's pretty see. good it's pretty good they should they should they should use my treatment you know <laughs> yeah well if you know someone in hollywood you know i'll be there this friday so i can just pass it on to yeah just, p- just pass it out the first guy you see on the sidewalk be like hey you probably you're gonna probably make it here you're gonna make it here <laughs> you're gonna make it use this but uh, but yeah, I think you know the comedy was good. It felt like Uncharted to me. Like when that guy said that, and he's like, "What?" 
Like that was like that's that's Nathan Drake's lines. Like that's what he he would say. I'm just not fully believing Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. He's not very intimidating. He's very scrawny despite being ripped. Yeah. He's still like very small. I don't know. I don't know. Um he looks like Spider-Man. <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't look like like Nathan Drake. Uh <laughs> I guess that's the problem. I think he doesn't look that tall either. Like and, uh, and also, Nathan Drake has like spiky short hair, but now he's he still has the Tom Holland hair in this. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, the hair thing doesn't. Uh, if that's the thing that's bothering you, no, I'm, I'm, then not, I'm actually I'm, I'm usually nitpick. against when they make characters look too similar because it's like it looks like they're trying to be like like costumes basically, and I, I, I want it to look natural. Which in a few scenes he did kind of look like he was wearing a Nathan Drake costume, but. That usually doesn't bother me. Uh, Sully, a lot of people are upset because Mark Wahlberg doesn't have his mustache. But we saw in some behind-the-scenes stuff that he gets it sooner or later. He'll get a mustache. It'll, be, it'll probably be like the end credits scene or something. People got to come. Now I have a mustache. Though. Yeah, but that's the thing. He's probably going to have a mustache, and it's going to look ridiculous. Now, Mark Wahlberg... I bet you that's what the scene is. Is He has the mustache. Nathan Drake is like, you look ridiculous. Shave, shave, shave that shit off. <laughs> like, Dude... Like, Sully has such a distinct personality that Mark Wahlberg does not, in his typical form in movies, does not embody at all. And I'm really curious if Mark Wahlberg actually sat down to study this character from Uncharted. I cannot picture him doing that. No, well, because he was supposed to be Nathan Drake. Yeah, when it started, like, a long, long, like, ten plus years ago, whenever Uncharted was a big hit with Uncharted 1 and 2, they were like, we're going to make an Uncharted movie. Mark Wahlberg is going to be our Nathan Drake. And so much time passed, and now he's playing Sully. He's playing. He's playing an origin version, or an origin story version of Sully. So he'll get that. What's cool yeah. about the trailer is that it's it's getting different things from multiple games. Like in Uncharted Four, we got the the young Nate stuff where he met Sully. Well, he, no, no, that, that was Uncharted Three where he met Sully, and then Uncharted Four we find out about his brother being an orphan and whatnot. And they actually mentioned Sam in this. I didn't think Sam would even be involved. Um, because he doesn't come up until the fourth game. So they're, they're taking stuff from Uncharted 3, 4, and, of course, Uncharted 1, the origin of it all. Yeah. Um, we saw someone who's probably playing Chloe, but we didn't, we have, and, and we know that Nathan Drake and Chloe have a thing before Nate meets Elena. Yeah, so they're going to probably do this movie, have, have, have Chloe. She's going to betray them at the end, but he's still going to love her. It's going to be that type of thing. And then in the second movie, if it actually ever gets greenlit, then they're going to bring in Elena, Nathan Drake and her are going to be together, and then Chloe's going to show back up, and it's going to be like this big love triangle. <laughs> that, that, that's what they do in the games. So. Basically, just explain the soap opera here, man. Yeah, uh. <laughs> dude, I, I forgot to mention this is like one of my favorite game franchises. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, no. So I'm excited about it. You know, like I'm I'm really happy about what they're, uh, you know. Uh, it looks a lot better than I think anyone expected. Yeah, well, that's what that's why a lot like a lot of the what's it called like the reaction channels i watched mm-hmm. they were like they're like this movie looks way better than it should be mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know they had that going for it but did you watch the resident evil trailer yes i so besides that one creature that they that it's completely cg and maybe they're still not finished with the cg on it i thought it looks pretty good the cg or the whole thing the whole thing i don't think it looks like it, it just doesn't scream resident evil to me it like there was like a song playing like a like a like a song that would play in like a Guardians trailer or something. No, like I mean, it was slow. Trailer. It was slow. I feel like it's and it's a '90s song, so it's like it fits the time 
because it takes place in the 90s. I see what they're going for. It's just not – and it, it, it looks like they're nailing what they're going for. Don't get me wrong. It's just Resident Evil is also one of my favorite franchises, and mm. I, I just don't want this type of Resident Evil story. Um, and what is that? It's just a little too corny. I love corny in Resident Evil. Don't get me wrong. But it has to be the perfect blending. I don't uh, know. Of serious and corny. And this just doesn't... I mean, the, the characters really do look like they're wearing costumes in this. Like, that was one of my main gripes. Everyone's wearing, the, like, the costume of the character they're supposed to be playing. They don't look legit. They don't look like stuff that people would actually wear, um, in my opinion. Mm. And I don't know. It just doesn't look... It, it, I don't know. I, I, I just don't like it. I I like it because... So, I was watching these vignettes, and they're, you know... I think someone was talking about how... Um, the the actor who's playing uh Leon they're like uh they're like people yeah people were expecting to get like a blonde haired guy that looks tough and it's like it looks like Leon it looks like Leon they're like if you if you play the first video like the very first video game he's not that character he's like a very nerdy kind of like you know de- like yeah. police cop so, so that's where he's getting his inspiration RE2 Leon the I think I think the first one well he's only an RE he's an RE2 the R2 one? So that's the one he's... That's, yeah. That's, ba- that's bad news bears to me, man. Like, that's the worst Leon of them all. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that gives birth to the Leon. So And they're like, that Leon will eventually become the Leon that people know. Well, here's the thing. It's like, you can't just start off with badass Leon. Like, that's the thing I hate about movies whenever they take stuff from, like, video games or books or stuff. Like, kind of like Dune. They just put you in it and think, and you're supposed to be like, oh, I know this world. No, I want people to grow. Well, the thing about Resident Evil in particular, and I think I've, ran about, I've ranted about this in the past, is that Capcom often likes to completely change its characters, designs, voice actors, personalities. So, I mean, if he takes inspiration from Resident Evil 2 Leon, that's fine. I guess he could put his own spin on it and make it feel modern. But then when the next movie comes around and he's, he decides, I'm going to take inspiration from RE4 Leon, who's like a totally different character, basically. It, it's going to look weird in movie form. Like if he just changes, like all of a sudden he's like this ladies man, he's flirting with girls, which isn't allowed in 2021. They actually edit all that out of the latest Resident Evil 4 release, um, which I want to rant about as well. <laughs> um, and I don't know. We'll have to see how he does his Leon. Once again, Leon's like one of my favorite characters in general. So... Seeing him live action, like that's kind of a big deal to me. He he already was before, but he he had like a small part in like the fourth live action movie, the fifth yeah. one. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I hope he can nail it. But it, but t- to hear that he's getting inspiration from RE2 Leon kind of worries me. Well, yeah. I mean, that doesn't worry me because like if everyone's going in all badass, I'm like I hate those characters. Like I hate if I hate when a whole team is bad. Like if they're just badass out of the start, I'm yeah. like. I like I like the movies where like there's a guy that like you don't see coming that's like oh he becomes a badass he's just not like Wesker's in this he's it's before he betrays them so it's like so I'm like I'm yeah. like I'm excited to see how that goes down I'm also curious as to what the other actors took their inspiration from because like I was saying all these characters act so different across the whole franchise I'm wondering like the guy who plays Chris did he want did he play Resident Evil Eight is that the Chris he's going for did he play Resident Evil One like, well, I mean, the director basically does that for them. Like, you know, I know, they're but gonna you, be you, like, here. You have to figure they 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 do their research. And yeah, they get inspiration from their whatever they're playing. You know. Yeah, but at the end of the day, they're just like, this is the vibe I'm going for. So it's like, I'm always curious about these types of things. Like, I know for a fact Mark Wahlberg probably didn't sit down and play through the Uncharted games. 
I know uh, Tom Holland once on his Instagram like three years ago said studying for my role and it was Uncharted One. So at least he started playing it. I don't know how far he got, but that's cool. I'm just I always wonder like you're playing Claire Redfield, a super popular video game character. Do you do you do you watch all the Claire YouTube videos? Do you play through the games? How do you prepare for a role like that? You know? Yeah. One thing I heard this the voice actor of Chris Redfield, which is just by chance, he said that instead of instead of mimicking the previous Chris Redfield, he wanted to put his own spin on the character, which like made me so mad because I was thinking, this isn't a new universe. This is still the same continuity as the previous games. You want to put a new spin, a new sound, a new personality on a character that's been established for like 20 years? That doesn't make sense to me. If you're in the same continuity, be the previous version, in my opinion. Mm. Kind of like how Matthew Mercer nailed Leon in Resident Evil 6. He didn't play him in Resident Evil 4, which is my favorite version of Leon. But when, he, but when he started playing him in RE6, it was like the perfect growth of the character and sounded almost the exact same. Hmm. But it was like more serious, still kind of jokey like he was in RE4, just a more mature version of that character. And to hear that a guy came in to play one of the most iconic video game characters of all time and says, I want to put my own spin on it. I didn't study the, the character. He, he literally said, I didn't study the character. I, I, I wanted to be my own Chris Redfield. It's like, dude, this is a universe that's established. That's like, I don't know, what's this? That, that, that's like someone else coming in playing Nathan Drake and them having like a, a, a British accent. <laughs> I'm Nathan Drake. Which, yeah. <laughs> Tom Holland is British. Yeah, he's British. <laughs> he could if he wanted to. Yeah. But, um, I'm Nathan Drake. But, no, nah, like, so, I mean, I'm going to wait to see the movie because, like, that's the thing, too. It's like the Dune trailers looked amazing, but then once I watched it, I was like, oh, this is, this is not. You want to talk about Dune? It's not good. I watched the first hour with my wife. We got really bored. She fell asleep, and I started playing a yeah. game. So, like I said, when I got here, so and this is before we started recording, I feel like there's a mo- like there's like maybe thirty minutes before the movie starts that we needed to watch for me to either care about. Oh, I forgot his name, Paul Paul Atreides. Yeah, um, I thought that name was so random for the world they're living in, Paul. Yeah. Well, and. Cause it's it's weird, cause like it, it takes place in ten thousand something something, and I don't I haven't read the books or anything, so I don't know if they're if it's like do they all have normal names like Dave and Matthew and stuff? I think so, huh? Cause the, uh, some uh, uh, Jason Momoa's name is Duncan Idaho. Duncan Idaho. Idaho. Okay, then never mind. Never mind. So it's it's one it's normal. I'm I'm guessing that like, and I don't know the universe, but apparently there's like a prequel book, but I'm guessing that earth died or something and people just kind of took off into space or shit i have no idea but um so i'll i'll have to do my research on that part but they're like i didn't care about him like they're 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 like when he's doing that test whether or not he's gonna be killed or not i'm like if he dies dude i, I don't really care <laughs> i haven't seen the internet hype him up like no one i've ever seen in my life I the know. internet is obsessed with him I don't, it, I don't know if, if anything shows up on your feed. I like think it's because it's Timothy Chalamet. I know, but like, I was looking at his IMDb, and he hasn't done like a ton of big stuff. I've, I saw him in, in uh, Interstellar, and I, yeah. th- I think that was it. Um, but like, the internet is obsessed with this guy. Like, I see pictures, like all these edited like videos. Like, you know the annoying videos that people always post like below a post, and it's like a song is playing, and they're showing them in a bunch of scenes that they're in and stuff? I saw like so many of those of him, like... Like people just love him out of nowhere. Is it for his acting skills or his? Looks? It's for his acting skills, but I guess looks too. I haven't seen. But, I, I'll be honest. I haven't seen much of these in, so I guess I can't yeah. judge it. But, but like, 
to me, I was just like, yeah, there's like a there's a chunk of this movie that's missing, and then there's a chunk of this movie that should have just not been put in this movie, but mm. saved for the sequel, um, which they are doing, which they're doing. So I, I guess I will, I will spoil this because you, you've seen it on in the trailer. You know, you know that scene where like um, that palace is being blown up. Let's Like it's like an, on fire and shit. I don't know. What about it? That's where the movie should have ended. Oh, and then it keeps going. Yeah, it keeps going. And I'm just like, is it just like a bunch of random conversations at the end and nothing actually happens? Yeah, basically. Mm. It's just yeah, random shit happens. And it's it's like okay, they're like they're trying to get to point A to point B, but I'm just like, this could have been saved for like the opening of the second movie. Like this would have been a great opening for the second movie. Yeah. Instead, they're like, no, let's. Maybe he did it because it because they, they wanted they the were, worm. That's why they didn't, they didn't know they were gonna get a a sequel probably. So they were like, we gotta put this in here for clo- for the closure of the movie. There's no closure. <laughs> then never mind. <laughs> they're like, like the the. And this is not a spoiler. The ending of the movie, the line, the last line, I think, is "This is only the beginning." And I'm like, hmm. so if if there if they didn't greenlight a sequel, <laughs> it's like, no, bitch, you're wrong. This is the end. <laughs> this is actually the end. This is actually the end. They just add in a scene at the end of the DVD release. <laughs> the D- yeah, the special DVD release. It's like, sorry guys, uh, <laughs> we're closed. But um, but yeah, like there's. It's not a good movie in the sense that, like, because it relies on there being a part two, it just doesn't work. I hate when that happens. Yeah. That, that, that to me, is like The Mandalorian season one. Season one, it, like, is nothing, basically. But season one and two combined feels like a full season. Mm. So when season one ended, I was like, that's it? I was actually disappointed. Season two was actually a lot better, I think. Well, not really better, but, like, them combined equal to better overall story. In my opinion. I think it's different. When it comes to, I guess, those kinds of shows, because it's like, there is a story for Mandalorian, but there's also like... An overarching narrative. The narrative also is, we're just taking you through the life of this guy, and it's and there is going to be some stuff that connects, that we'll connect it with, and it'll, it'll feel like a complete story once you watch it all, yeah. but you got to be patient. And we were patient, and it paid off with Luke Skywalker at the end of season two. Exactly. <laughs> And now I'm hearing, uh, and we might as well get into this because Star Wars, uh, Star Wars Hayden stuff. Christensen. Hayden Christensen is going to be in Ahsoka, as well as Obi Wan. As so well as Obi Wan, back and he's... in some form. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to be in having like a burnt face or what. I think so. That's going to be kind of gross. I think they're just going to. Gonna, I think they're just going to have him in one scene where he pops out of the back to tank, and you see his face. See, this is the thing, dude. Why was he not in Rogue One? Why was he not at the end of? rise of skywalker i don't understand if he was okay with being in more star wars why did it take this long i feel like they really could have made scenes better because they didn't reach out they just didn't, they didn't try. reach out <laughs> you know like they got his voice for rise of skywalker but that's about it yeah you know and dude I i'm mean, telling you that final scene i was waiting for all their force ghosts to show up that would have been so cool yeah that would have been cool. like i thought about it because i did i think i said something like it would have been too much like harry potter and the yeah. Goblet of Fire movie, but then I thought about it. I was like, it would have been cool if you saw flashes of each Force Ghost yeah. as, like, the shield is all, kind of... All, like, charging up their Kamehameha yeah. beam. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like, it would have been dope to see that. But, um, uh, but yeah, like, for me, I was just like, I can't watch the sequels, in it, like, the sequel movies. Like, it... Because the first one, even though I don't like it as much, it, it. it's still good. Dude, the first movie, I actually but really love. it sucks... 
because of <laughs> it's here's the reason why that movie sucks now. It's because all the promise that that movie was like this is what was we're going to give you. Just and you liked the last Jedi, right? Well, I liked the last Jedi because uh it took stuff from the from Force Awakens that's like that it was setting up and it's like, well, maybe this is the the setup that's going to happen. I hated it. And then they took it back to Rise of Skywalker. It was like, like, oh, no. We're going back to what we're We're going back to that. It was two directors playing tug of war. It was like, yeah, they didn't have a plan. They just didn't have a plan. They were just like fighting for, like, uh, one movie throws the lightsaber over their shoulder. The other movie says, don't ever do that. We don't ever do that. Like, what? Yeah. (laughs) It contradicts everything. They do. They set up romance between Rey and Finn, and then they never act on it. Because in Mm. the second movie, Rey, I mean, Finn and... The other girl that everyone hated, they had like a romance thing that you didn't even feel until she kissed him for no mm. reason. And then it was super awkward. Then she faked fainting so that yeah. she wouldn't have to <laughs> like have the awkwardness out there. Um, they I set up. They set up uh, Finn being uh, force sensitive. Yeah, and then and they never, really never did anything with it. Which I think a lot of people were thinking maybe he was going to tell Ray that he loved her or something. Mm. But a lot of other people thought maybe he wanted to tell her. He's force sensitive. <laughs> like, why would he keep that a secret? Like, you live in a world with people who are all force sensitive. So I don't know. Just... Maybe he just didn't want to be a Jedi. I don't know. But um, uh, but yeah, like there's that there's that whole idea because now because now when I'm looking back at Force Awakens, I'm like, and I, and they're talking about like the kids that they've kidnapped. Now I'm wondering, were all those kids like all the stormtroopers that they kidnapped as kids were they all force sensitive? Which is why they kidnapped them. Yeah. That probably would make more sense rather than just kidnapping random children. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's control these Force-sensitive kids Dude, and the, make them stormtroopers. The sequels could have been so good. Like, I know a lot of people didn't love the first one, but I think it it, it was worked as setup for what could have been an amazing trilogy. Yeah, it worked as a setup. Um, and I, I, I loved everything about it. I loved, like, almost every single scene of it. But them. then I hated the ending. I hated the way they killed Han Solo. Like I like I that he died. It. I like that he died. I just didn't like that. Like I like that he came back. No like, one reacted to it. Like, like the only person there cried. was Chewie. No, I'm talking about like in the movie. Like Ray did. Leia couldn't. Leia didn't really react. She just had a feeling. Luke, you don't even get his reaction. It's like and like we'll never get like a movie where they were all together one last time. Yeah, that's so silly. Like, that's that, that's the dumb. They part. had all of them in the movies, but they didn't bring them back together. Yeah. Like what? Like, they even had Lando. That's the thing too. Like that's the dumbest part about that whole this whole sequel trilogy was that that was the plan, whether or not you believe it or not. That was the plan is that they were never going to see each other. Dude, that scene where Ray goes inside that thing and she's like having like visions and stuff, and then she ends up seeing like an evil version of herself. Remember that? That should have been Hayden Christensen being like the evil version. Like she so she sees the evil version of him as like Vader or as his old evil self with like. Right before he got burnt, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, that should like that would have been awesome just to get that cameo. Like little moments like that would have been, they would have made it so good. Yeah, yeah. There's stories. Yeah, there's there's stuff in the story that you could have done that that would have worked better. It would have been fan service for sure, but it yeah, would have worked definitely. It, it would have worked better than just showing her evil. It's like yeah, like what? Because like, she never I was so disappointed when I saw that. Cause, yeah, because she never really wrestled with her being evil like in any of the other movies. I know that's why I was like it should have been Palpatine. Um, what's it called? Like 
not force ghosting, but like projecting evil Anakin onto her, you know? Yeah. Something like that. They could have just said something like that. Something like that. But like they, they like they focused a lot on Vader in the sequel trilogy. Like stuff like about like, oh, you'll never be like Vader. Oh, here's the mask. Or <laughs> I, uh, here's the shrine to him in the third movie. I saw this meme. <laughs> it's so true. And I didn't even realize in the movie, they say Palpatine is back somehow. <laughs> that's that's all the background we get on, <laughs> on him being back. It was like this this full blown Hollywood like a, like millions of dollar budget. This was in the script. Palpatine is back somehow. <laughs> <laughs> He's back somehow. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all they gave us. But but yeah, no, like it's it's so dumb. And now it's like like the the possibilities for like an actual like good Skywalker saga is like it's gone because now Carrie Fisher's dead. Harrison Ford is He's never going to come back and yeah, do it. Completely done. Um, I can't believe he was in the third one. Yeah. And then what's his face? Uh, Mark Campbell, he'll probably do it, but like you want the original, you know, three. So yeah. it's like they wasted so much. Mm-hmm. And I blame JJ Abrams because he wanted to save Luke. It's like, come on, dude. Like we know, you know why we paid to see this movie. We wanted to see Luke. Yeah. I just think the first movie was good. It was solid. I loved it. Second movie was absolutely terrible in every way. I watch it now and it's literally a comedy. I laugh so much at that movie and I'm not a laugher (laughs) at at that, at those types of movies, but I kid you not. The last time I watched it was with my brother-in-law, Amanda's brother. Hmm. And we were like sitting there, just like picking apart the movie the whole time, like just like it was honestly a great time. It was like one of the most memorable times of recent years. Well, I just pick apart the whole trilogy. Yeah, I know, but like we were just watching that movie. It's terrible. Like what? Like what's going on now with this last movie? I should probably watch that with him because we'll probably do the same thing. I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters. No, I mean I don't think I have either. Yeah, like I I saw it in theaters. No interest to watch it, and I don't even think I bought the Blu-ray. Like I. Maybe I did. No, I'm thinking about. No, I don't think I didn't. And I the just, crazy part is, is, I cannot believe. This is why I just don't go by critics. I I do not care about critic scores anymore because the Last Jedi has like a ninety something on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. I'm just like I never care about anything critics have to say. You guys will give that the pass, but then Punisher season one has like a sixty. I'm just like, what are you guys watching? Punisher season one is like a masterpiece. And then this movie was pure dog crap, and everyone loved it for some reason. I just don't get it. So that's why I stopped caring about critics. What about you? Same. <laughs> but I did like The Last Jedi. I like elements of it that they could have used. Don't get me wrong. Some scenes were cool. You know? I liked... I don't, I don't like that he died, but I, I liked the scene whenever Snoke dies. Yeah. Because the way she did it. That was, that was cool. And beautifully shot. Love the different planets. All that kind of stuff. Was, that's all great. It was just the story. It was I just hated it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's. It's just. Yeah. Two directors trying to tell two different stories, which is. He was treating the movie like it was the first in the trilogy. Well, I mean, yeah. Technically, he he kind of did that. Yeah, it's true. But like, that's also Disney's fault for letting and him. Lucasfilm for not. There like, was no rule set. Like, like yeah, looking over the script and being like, you know, like there was a movie before this mm-hmm. setting this up. So and, we should probably keep going with that. You know, we should probably yeah, we should probably try and at least. <laughs> but like um yeah, like I think there's stuff in 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 Last Jedi that I think would have worked better if they had done it right. Um I'm trying to think. 
even though I liked the scene with Harrison Ford and and Kylo Ren in the third movie, I liked that scene too. I also think he shouldn't have gotten. He shouldn't have redeemed himself. You killed your dad. Yeah. Like that's kind of you know. And then he kisses Ray. They shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Should have hugged. Just hug. Don't kiss. That's come on. <laughs> like yeah. Like it. It shouldn't have been like yeah. Like if if I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm, I'm I remember like in the moment when I was watching that scene, I was I couldn't remember like who all was related. Like I was like, wait, who's uh, who's kids, uncles, uh, grandpas, <laughs> daughters, and I just see them kissing. I'm like, wait, huh? Aren't they related in some type of way? And I was like, no, they're not. No, they're not. It's just so it was so random. I didn't sense any type of actual sexual chemistry i sensed uh like a, a companionship of like lovey type stuff whenever they were forced talking to each other in the second movie remember that no so i thought it would have made sense for them to hug and th- they didn't show any restraint they're like we're gonna wow people with them kissing should have took notes from rogue one did the two main characters hug at the end i mean kiss at the end no they like held hands for a second and then literally died together yeah. and that's why that movie is the best star wars movie in the past like 10 years yeah past that's true 30 years i don't even know <laughs> uh, that is true that is true actually um I, I do like revenge of the sith though that's that's a i'm not sure if that's a guilty pleasure or if it's just a pleasure pleasure that's a, a guilty pleasure i mean i don't know I don't it's know. just a pleasure i don't i don't like i don't like the phrase guilty pleasure because like why would i be guilty of yeah being pleasured <laughs> <laughs> mean, why would i feel guilty about being pleasured uh <laughs> yeah having sex with my wife it's a guilty pleasure <laughs> exactly that's basically what we're saying it's like, why are we feeling guilty like um i, you know, I like it jobs I li- are a nice uh, guilty pleasure i me. like revenge of the sith uh, phantom menace and attack of the clones it didn't do it for me but revenge of the sith it, again had george I- lucas not directed and had somebody told you know had a better director had you know kind of directed hayden christensen a little better there yeah. would have been some pretty good scenes in there i'm really curious to see if he can redeem himself i think he can so since we're talking about star wars we might as well jump into book of boba fett book of boba i don't know what the hell's going on from that trailer it looks interesting though i i feel it's like a gangster movie or not a gangster movie, a gangster like think sopranos but in space like he's wonder like if that was the pitch at the table when they're, they're making probably <laughs> he's like sopranos but in space. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because the very last, uh, the couple last lines were like, Jabba the Hutt would have killed you for speaking out. Or mm-hmm. like, what if, you know. And then Bo was like, you may speak freely. You know, like. That's pretty cool. So it's like, I think it is. A, it's basically like a mobster slash gangster kind of vibe in space. Because they introduced gangsters in uh, Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there is like a, like a syndicate of like underworld, you know gangsters or mobsters that you know are kind of moving stuff around so it'll be interesting to see if like uh what's her face from solo uh who played uh who played the dragon lady in, in game of thrones if she'll come back as an older version or something oh, Cer- uh, cersei yeah that girl yeah the girl i forgot her name amelia clark yeah because uh, she is working for disney plus now for the in secret invasion i think she's in she's that in show that? yeah she's oh, in cool. that so it's like it, it won't be that hard to be like, hey, you want a cameo and yeah, this is an older version of your character or something like that. I don't know. Is, is that does that make sense in the timeline? So, th- if I remember correctly, the timeline for this is five years after, after episode three, right? After episode six, so, oh, Return yeah, of the Jedi. After yeah. the like the what's it called? The bad guys fell. Yeah, after the the imp- Emperor the empire fell. yeah after the empire fell. <laughs> i couldn't think of the ford empire yeah. for some if i remember correctly yeah five years after so she could essentially or they could just recast her as someone older you mm-hmm. know 
basically. But um, because then, because yeah, and then I think uh, Ezra's gonna be in Ahsoka. Like I think, have you seen Rebels? No, you haven't watched Rebels. Oh man, I I there's some no. good there's some good <laughs> stuff in there with uh with the I force. Know, I just and, heard it takes so long to get to the good stuff, and I don't want to skip anything. It's not I just can't do it. Yeah, I did start watching uh the Bad Batch. I watched like five episodes, but then I stopped. I haven't watched it. It was pretty good. It was actually not bad at all. Like I was enjoying it. I just couldn't didn't get back to it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that interested though in it. So the the guy from Rebels had a cameo at the first episode. Guy from Rebels, fresh uh, Freddie Prince. Oh, Freddie Prince Jr. I said fresh Freddie Prince. Fresh, <laughs> fresh Freddie Prince. Uh, you mean, yeah. You he mean was, um, he was playing a younger version of his character. Ah, uh, okay. But he still sounded like a grown man, so mm-hmm. it was like kind of hilarious. That makes sense. But um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. So like. I feel like you should watch it just because stuff in Ahsoka. It's all going to matter. It's going to matter when they're talking about Ezra and like searching for him or like Sabine and Mandalore, especially with Mandalore stuff happening. Because I don't know what Mandalorian season three is going to be about, but I'm guessing it's going to be about taking back Mandalore. Yeah. And the Black Saber. So sometimes I wonder how Rosario Dawson is in so many things. I feel like she's in so many shows that I watch you know and movies. It, you know what it is? I think she's fucking someone. I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I, I, asked, delete that. <laughs> I asked I asked the same question. I'm not going to delete it. No one's going to get mad because uh, people fuck. But I think I think it's just I don't think she's in a lot of things now that I'm thinking about. It. She's only done the the Marvel's Defender well, stuff. Yeah, and I know, but she was in like all of those almost like every single like an episode. She well, did an episode. Sometimes she had like major roles though. You know, and in Luke Cage a, and in Daredevil. Yeah. She had a contract though. So it's like it's it's a and an episode. She was also in the show that I started watching last year on TNT. I can't remember the name of it right now. The one must not been she that was, good. She was the main character. It was good, I just didn't finish it. Um I, I tend to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh and she's also in Dope Sick that I'm watching right now, which is amazing. When when you think about it, there's a lot of like actors that are in a lot of things. Like when you think of like uh, the the chick who plays Gamora, I forget her name. Uh, My God, dude, uh, we suck today. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. There we go. She's in she's in Star Trek. She's in Avatar. She's in the Guardians Those of the are Galaxy. Those are all spread apart so far. Like Zoe Saldana. I mean, not her. Uh, if you look at her, she's Rosario been, Dawson. I feel like I've been I've seen her so much over the past like five years in so many things that I watch. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess it's just she's in the same sphere as me, and when it comes to my interests, maybe. Who knows? From nerd stuff to dramas to movies that she's randomly in, she's not in much movies. Well, she might be. I don't know. But no. from the, uh, the ones I watch, are mostly all shows I see her. Possibly, yeah. But like, always, I mean, so is like the stuff with Star Trek and stuff like that. It's not that spread apart. Yeah, Avatar is, but like, cause like the late, the last Star Trek movie that came out was like what 2017, something like that. 2018, I'm assuming Star Trek Beyond. Yeah. So it's like, <clears throat> plus she was doing Guardians at the time, and I think she was filming some stuff for Avatar two and shit. So, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit going on. So, but back to Ahsoka. Okay. <laughs> we get Ahsoka. we get veered off so much, but um. I'm I'm either thinking Force Ghost, or they're gonna they're gonna de-age him and they're gonna do flashbacks to when he was training like a younger Ahsoka. Yeah, Stuff that'd be like a that. lot of work, but that'd be really awesome because we know that they had like a deep relationship. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't be that hard because he's still young enough 
that like the de-aging process wouldn't look as bad as if like you're like Michael Douglas mm-hmm. trying to look like you're <laughs> 30. <laughs> you're 70 and you're trying to look 30. 50 years younger. 50 years younger, yeah. <laughs> like it won't be that bad. It's just about taking like a little bit of the crow's feel, you know, just a little wrinkles Make here his and face there. a little skinnier. Yeah. Because, you know, when, as people get older, our faces just get, they never stop growing. Get our noses bit, never stop growing. Get a little bit puffier, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I mean, he still looks good. That's the thing. So, it's like, you know, maybe, you know, get the, the, the bags underneath his eyes. That's it. Yeah. You know? Because uh, fucking Ewan McGregor, dude. Guy looks like he's only aged five years since I know. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's you know? <laughs> Which is weird, too, because, like, I think that is, like, from Revenge of the Sith to now, when the show comes out, it'll be next year. That's about the timeline that uh, that he left, uh, that he went to Tatooine and Luke Skywalker grew up. Mm-hmm. But motherfucker still looks super young. <laughs> yeah. I just wondering what they're going to do. Is he going to be, is he going to have a burnt face the whole time? Because then he could, that's, he doesn't, it doesn't matter if he's older. Because we know he lives throughout that whole time period, all the way up until the last movie of the original trilogy. So yeah, I think yeah, we'll see we'll see parts of his face. I don't like I don't know how prevalent though he'll be but in. The Obi-Wan. thing is, we saw how burnt it got, so that's like they can't reverse that, you know? Yeah, they can. What just like retcon it? No, like or say like science the the back to tank and stuff. Because like in uh, what's it called, Return of the Jedi. He's just basic. He's just like he just looks white. Like I don't like I don't know what the what they were going for, for yeah, that. For I didn't, what, I didn't think about the old old ones. Yeah, showed him. So I don't know what they were going for, but he like didn't look burnt. He looked white. Yeah. So it's like I don't know if they're like uh, if if the back to tank stuff is like supposed to heal him slowly. It just won't. He won't look the same, but he'll have like he'll still have some facial features and stuff like that. Or. We find out that science made him look normal again. Stay with me on this. Made him look normal again. Mostly. Probably got like half a burnt face. Something to make him look cool and evil, you know? Um, even though he turned into a good guy. No, wait, no. He was still evil at the end of 3. Technically, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's, he stays evil all the way until he dies. Until the very end of the last... He the, just, he just uh, you know... Anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, stay with me. <laughs> he, he is back to almost normal. Okay. Then we find out through the these seasons, all this stuff, that at some point we find out why he looks the way he does at the end of the original trilogy. Why he's white. Because he wasn't really burnt. Right? Not and, really. And they never said he was burnt. He had like some like stuff. like He had like one scar underneath his eye like yeah, right so here. This, in these seasons, they can tell us how he got to that. Hmm. And he could look pretty much like, just like Hayden Christensen, but older. Yeah, but still has to. But he still has to stay in the thing in the suit. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. Cause, well, okay. Force Ghost, Rogue One, because it's right before uh, New Hope. Whenever, sure. whenever he's in the back to tank, is he burnt or is, is he, he white? burnt or is he? That's what I'm asking. Like, is, <laughs> I don't remember. Let me look. We got we got to look at that scene now, because <laughs> if if because this takes place before Rogue One, so if if. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be very graphic if he is burnt. That's the thing. They can't just have him as like this ugly, burnt, disgusting thing, <laughs> you know? Um, when I'm googling it, I can't find how he looks. Cuz I also know that like um uh, uh when um 
This is how I imagine he was. He's like a fan at it, but this is how I imagine he would have to look. Yeah. I don't know. Huh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what uh, science does. <laughs> oh, here's a, here's a salad fan at it. That they would never make him look like that. Yeah, that's too graphic. But that's how he would look. So I don't know how they're gonna do it. I don't know. Maybe take away some like scars and stuff like that, or maybe again more flashbacks. You know. Yeah, flashbacks or or force ghost. Yeah, force ghost. Maybe no. like along the way on Ahsoka's journey. No, for I'm talking about as far as Obi Wan. Oh, what about it? I'm saying they 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 can only do flashbacks if they want to make him look good for Obi Wan. It takes place after. Yeah. Wait, no, it it takes place after three. It takes place after three, so they can only do flashbacks, or they can do that. In but in the chamber thing, in the chamber and his thing. suit as well. Yeah. But then what's? His but they can't do Force Ghost. Why can't they do Force Ghost? Because he's not dead yet. You can still do Force Ghost. Because he's not dead. Can't you still do Force Ghost? No, when you're not dead. Well, no, what what uh. Well, what Luke Skywalker does in in the Last Jedi, he takes his whole body. Yeah, but I think he's the only guy who mastered that. Anakin's can do it, man. He can do it. I don't think so. <laughs> Luke, technically, Luke is the most. Technically, he's the most powerful Jedi. Not anymore. Well, not anymore because <laughs> he's dead. But like he that like it took a lot for him to do that. You and think he died Ray, afterwards? <laughs> do you think Ray would ever show up in any of these shows? <sighs> if it. Wait, the timeline doesn't make sense. No. I Wait, don't yes, think so. it does. It takes no. No, all this stuff takes place either just a little bit after the Empire nine. Falls or uh, after Episode Six. Yeah. yeah, or and before Episode Seven, or just in between, like you know. It's a little baby like Ray could show up. I don't want to see no baby Ray. Maybe yeah. we'll see Palpatine getting it on with someone. I don't want to see that either. Uh, didn't he? Didn't he have to do? Yeah, he had to do that too. Yeah, he had to fuck somebody, but it's not interesting. He would I was have, kidding. I really don't want to see that. <laughs> you really thought I was serious. I'm what? talking about like it, it, it just wouldn't be an interesting show to have Palpatine, you know, a show of Palpatine kind His of dating l- life. <laughs> <laughs> how I met your mother with Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the story of how I met your mother. That's how he sounds, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she she even had the power to make me come. <laughs> like, come on. I don't know. Well, I'm just taking the, from that one line in uh, Revenge of the Sith where he's like, he even had the power to, what was it, uh, cheat death? I don't remember. Something like that. When you're I'm trying to think Darth of Plagueis. any famous Palpatine line that I can say right now, and I can't think of any. It's like, uh, what else did he say? He didn't say much. He's, he goes, do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> now, a lot, of, a lot of cackling, a lot of laughing. Yeah. But other Lots than that, laughing. yeah. But um, what else? What else? What else? Um, I got tons of topics that we haven't gone over. Oh yeah, let's get let's get to them. We haven't talked about Black Adam. Black Adam. We didn't Ooh, see much. I liked it. He basically just fucking killed somebody in that first scene. Yeah, that was cool. That was like that's, was a, a, that's all we saw, right? Yeah, that was a very graphic. That's like a very graphic way you, to you die. Think this gonna be this won't be rated R, right? No, it's PG thirteen. Yeah, but but now I'm interested in wondering like, huh. Because is it like a spell that summons him? Like, was he like, I'm guessing he was trapped or something. Cause like the spell is like something, something, something Shazam. And then he comes out. Yeah. Comes out of the closet. Proverbial (laughs) closet. It's called the tomb. But now that we're talking about it, Shazam two is not about black Adam, right? No. So this is the origin of him to lead to a third Shazam movie. Don't you think? 
Fury of the Gods. Fury of the God. Fury of the Gods is Shazam, and then it's gonna, and then they're gonna take out the S. <laughs> That's what <laughs> for I'm the saying. Third movie. Fury of the God is the sequel to Fury of the Gods. <laughs> I, I would laugh if that was uh, if that was the sequel to, <laughs> to Fury of the Gods, and you just see the S just go poof, <laughs> <laughs> like a puff, like it, like with confetti. <laughs> no, just like dust, like it just goes poof, like little dust. That's just Fury of the God, but um. But yeah, I'm assuming that's what it's all leading up to is just the Shazam Black Adam meeting. But um, so there has to be a, so these kids are gonna be like 30 playing the kids. <laughs> no, nah, they're gonna be like in their early 20s, but they'll still be young enough to where they look like you know teenagers. 16, 17. You know? Well, I think the the first kid was already playing like a 16 year old, so now he'd yeah. be like playing like a 19 year old. I don't know, 16 or something. I think I think you, you, I don't think they were playing their age. I think they were playing like middle school or like 14 so they were probably like they were either 13 or 14 in the movie i would like, say like 14 of the youngest yeah the two main boys mm-hmm. um but yeah i thought it looked cool now what do we see from aquaman aquaman behind just the behind the scenes stuff. stuff him and uh what's Orm? her name that everyone hates is still in it oh uh amber heard yeah the, the funny thing is they didn't show anything of her <laughs> I, th- I thought there was one little snippet of her um that's because that's how i knew she was chilling it oh <laughs> uh, yeah i guess it was a snippet of her but they show a lot more of like patrick wilson his uh brother mm-hmm. i guess they're working together yeah and this one I um like patrick wilson a lot. yeah uh what else uh yeah i just, just want to get to um the batman the batman let's get to it so they open it up just call me. I'm not answering it. <laughs> <laughs> they open it up with uh, the Riddler. He's at a cafe, leaving a question mark in his yeah. coffee. Cafe riddles. That was pretty cool. Um, I was, just the way this movie shot. I, I feel like, like a lot of people are saying that it looks like it's trying too hard to be like this serious, like uh, the Dark Knight type movie. But I mean, I'm for it. This is this is the type of stuff I want from a Batman movie. See, that's the funny thing about what you just said is that. It's taking itself serious, and that was the exact same criticism that they gave Zack Snyder for for Batman and his movies. Like he's too serious. Why is he so serious? Yeah, they li- they literally used the line from the Joker. Why is he so serious all the time? <laughs> it's like that's his thing. Like, yeah, it's like I don't like because when when you watch. Batman versus Superman, and then you watch Joss Sweden's Justice League, and he's cracking jokes of being witty. I'm like. It doesn't match at all. Doesn't match. That's why I'll forever not ever. I'll never watch that uh, that Justice League movie ever again. I can't. I can't. Like the fact that it's on HBO Max. That one's the canon version too. That's but I'm sucks. just forgetting that's ever. That's not canon in my, in my opinion. It's not. Zack Snyder's is. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, and even like, even like the one joke he had in his uh, uh, in Batman versus Superman was like, I'm a friend, like. It's like, I'm a friend of your son's. And that wasn't even a joke. It was just like, he was just, I guess, trying to explain to Martha. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just a friend of your jokes. A friend of your I'm a friend of your son's. <laughs> and she's like, the cape? <laughs> that was the only joke that he had. Yeah. And it wasn't really his joke. It was her. It was setting up for her joke of like, yeah, I figured, the cape. Yeah. Yeah. And he was too, he was just basically, um. I don't know. I can't even think of another version. Uh, like uh, he was, he was like Iron uh, uh, Tony Stark's version of uh, uh, Josh Whedon's version of Tony Stark. I can't talk. Yeah, in uh, yeah, in Justice League. Yeah. So, so like, I think that's the one thing that pisses me off when I keep hearing like, oh, I love how like just serious he is, and like he's just, he's this tortured person. I'm like, if 
Fucking Ben Affleck was tortured. Fucking, he's having dreams about his dead mom's grave. And that's the thing, dude. It still pisses me off that we're never getting a Ben Affleck Batman movie. <sighs> it, you know what? I don't know if it sucks or if it's awesome that he's gonna be in the Flash. That's cool. He's gonna be in the Flash, but I'm still just like, <clears throat> why did this movie never happen? I mean, so that's what the Batman was supposed to be. But so here's the thing. Here's the thing. And before we get to the Batman, before you know, so Discovery is buying Warner Brothers. Is that for sure happening? Yeah, it's for sure happening. Because AT&T is like, not worth it. <laughs> okay. They're like, this is not worth it. So, and Discovery, the, the way they operate is kind of the way Marvel and Disney used to operate. Where they're like, we, we'll give you the creators all the, you know, the power basically to create. Yeah. You know? Um, and they said that they'd be taking input from like the audience, not audience, but like from people who watch their content and stuff. So there is still a possibility that we get a ju- at least a Justice League two and three. And Zack mm-hmm. Snyder said he he'd come back if they'd let him do it. That'd so, be awesome. I'm fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Bro. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Fingers crossed. Um, but um, but yeah, that's my only gripe with with listening to people talk about Batman in this trailer and how Batman's best mm, when it's serious, brooding he is, and it's like you guys fucking. That's who Batman is. And when he, when Zack Snyder gave you that brooding Batman, you're like, well, he's too broody, he's too moody. It's too like serious, too much slow motion, too much slow motion, <laughs> too much slow motion. Dude, Zack Snyder's Justice League was a solid movie. I liked it a lot, dude. Especially the Flash stuff. If if it weren't for that movie, I would not care about the Flash at all. Like, right. think about that. We didn't even be, we didn't get any of the Flash in the original movie. I didn't care much for the Flash in the in the. But the stuff we got in, in Snyder's cut was amazing. Like that ending scene, I always go on YouTube and watch that. That that's, when he's running. Yeah, when he has yeah. to he, he has to he like, time. versus time back. I watch Dude, that all the time. That gives me chills when I watch it. Me too. I, just I don't got know. Chills thinking about it. I don't know why. Like I can I can I can just go to that scene, press play, and I'm get I'm, yep. I'm like fuck. This is good. So good. And I, I, every time I watch that, like this wasn't in the other version. <laughs> like how did that happen? Nah, just Sweden thought this was know, sitting on a hard drive <laughs> in a warehouse. Well, the funny th- wasn't that scene too. In a trailer for the original Justice League, I have to, we'll have sure. to go back. But like yeah. I remember, I remember seeing a version of that scene in a trailer. That and then when Justice League came out in theaters, I was like, "What was that scene that like where you see Flash running towards something?" And I'm like, "Did you just think about it? He gave us that stupid side story with that family in that house over all of the Flash stuff. This is the Justice League movie." You give us the backstory and all of that for the actual Justice League, not for a random family. Like that was stupid. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's what that's that's the main criticism. None of, of that was in in, <clears throat> in Snyder's version. Yeah, but like, yeah, man, like just the ending. We're no, like, I just thought of the scene where they're all they're all making their way to the like the main uh, area. Remember and. Uh, it all culminates to then like doing the jump thing like at the same time and yeah. he's in the car. Obviously just redoing the Avengers again, but it was still awesome. It was so great. I liked the I just music. liked I liked the music whenever Superman arrives and, and it hits him, he's like not impressed. You know, like that music, mm-hmm. I was like I, I gotta re- I gotta rewatch the last hour of this movie. Man. It's so good. It's like I'm like, this is what I wanted. And we might never get a sequel. <laughs> We're never getting a sequel, dude. We'll, we'll never get that like Jesus 
table scene that Zack Snyder described where the Joker is literally telling how he killed Robin. Yeah, that would have been awesome. And why he's doing what he, why he's helping them and all that shit. I'm like, and I don't know why people, people are like, that's a too dark of a story to tell. What? I'm like, dude, it's, I, it's, I want more you're of watching, Joker making reach around jokes. You're watching DC. <laughs> like, this is the DC, like, yeah, there's stuff that's funny and stuff here and there. But, like, when it comes to Batman, there are no jokes. Except the Joker. Except the Joker. <laughs> He's, the only jokes. Jokes. He's the only joke. <laughs> lots of jokes, but only by the Joker. Only by the Joker. But, uh, okay, before before we go on a rant about how <laughs> I had humongously... I we need to go over, but we're running out of time. But, okay, let's get back to the Batman. So, I love the trailer. I liked, I liked how they... Uh, the sunset scenes with him and Catwoman. Um... I'm just, I'm wondering though, like, is it going to be a full on detective movie? Because there's not a whole lot of action. And if, it, if I'm hoping not, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hoping it's more a detective movie because that's one, that's what that was one of the complaints. I think last, no, I don't think it was last time we talked. Either way, I've been playing through, uh, oh yeah, we talked. I played through um, Arkham Origins. Yeah. And there's such a big focus on the detective stuff. And I'm like, I want this in a movie. And I really hope this, this movie does that. Hmm. Yeah. Cause, um, cause there's not a whole lot of action where he's like fighting like a bad guy, so I'm guessing it's gonna focus a lot on the detective stuff, a lot of like fighting like grunts. But other than that, like, like there's not gonna be like a big Riddler versus Batman fight scene. It's just gonna be like I don't I don't know what I don't know how this movie ends. I don't know what the, yeah, what's it's the a, story. It's, it's a mystery. It's a it's, it's a riddle. It's a fucking riddle <laughs> that will be answered in March of 2022. I think it was March, right? Yeah, that's Something coming like up that. soon. Four finally. months. Finally, it's finally November. Now it, it officially feels like we're at the end of the year. Yeah, like the final two months, and then it's like it's Spider-Man: over. No Way Home is next month, bro. Dude, 2022 is insane with movies and <sighs> TV shows and video games. It's a lot of shit coming out, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Spider-Man's so hype. I know. Have you watched anything like any leaks or rumors around? No, I can't. Because at this point, it's I can't like, even avoid it. At this point, like, I mean, I can't avoid like the like the thumbnails where it's like, yeah, plot leak to second trailer for Spider. I'm like, guys, like, why do you need to know the the plot to the trailer? You're did just you, gonna you're gonna watch the trailer. Did you see that Sony actually finally confirmed that those other people were in it, even though it was already known? Which ones? Uh, Electro and uh, Lizard. No, I didn't know. Oh, well, I didn't, is that a spoiler? They, I, they like posted it. Like they I, talked about it. I guess I don't know. I don't the, think that's a. Wait, the, uh, we saw the electric in the trailer. We, yeah. we we know he was in it. Yeah, we know. Lizard was was more of a mystery. Lizard was like a maybe. Like yeah, people weren't a hundred percent sure. But I think I think the big mystery is whether or not Venom is in there. Because yeah, now after you showed me that one clip, like brightened up. I'm oh, like yeah. I'm like that does look a little bit like Venom. Yeah, that could be Venom. Because a lot of people thought it's a tail in the back, but it looks like it could just be one of his his longer nail type things, like swinging to the side. It looks like it's a tail, so it might be venom in there. Maybe I don't know. That's the thing. I really hope so. But um, what else? What else is coming out? Now that I'm thinking about it. Eternals is coming out this week. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna go see it day one. I mean, what do you think about like the critics? I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah. th- that's what uh, I was gonna talk about that when we were talking about critics. Um. I don't trust it. <laughs> you don't trust it? <laughs> I, I think it's probably pretty good, but at the same time, it's a lower than Thor The Dark World. So there's a, there's a lowest rated MCU thing to ever exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks beautifully shot. The story seems pretty interesting. You see, that's, that's so, I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's what, 
that's where like fucking Dune fucked me up. Was that it looks beautiful? Yeah, but like, does the story move? Does it work? And like, usually a lot of people are, are ready to fucking lick you know Marvel's asshole. Yeah. Like so, like I'm shocked that the critics gave it that low of a score. That is surprising. So there has to be something to it if it's Marvel. You know. Yeah, because I feel like they usually get like a bump, like yeah. a bump up. So if it's like a sixty on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever, then maybe it is like a forty, <laughs> like in real life, like yeah, from uh, from the normal person perspective. Because that's what I'm thinking. Because like, what was the, what was the movie Shang Chi? Shang Chi? I think they only got like a seventy something. See, that's I I think that's about right. Yeah, but I still think that that movie is really entertaining. So. It really is. I'm so like, if Eternals can even be if it, if if Eternals is only. Ten percent less than that, it yeah. could still be a really solid movie. Just, just nothing special. Just nothing special. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll find out this weekend. Yeah, I just try not to focus on the critics after. I mean, if you if you look at like some of the shows on there, dude, like I'm like this season is one of my favorite things to ever exist, and it has like a forty on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, what? I feel that way about a lot of movies that I watch. I'm like, I'm like the like people hated it. Like what? Like, like I'm still shocked. Just how low the score is for Batman vs Superman. Still yeah, shocked. I forgot about that one. What, what's that at on things? Like, is it like at fives, sixes? What out of ten? Uh, uh, Batman vs Superman. For Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic? Or? I think Rotten Tomatoes. It's like twenty three percent. Oh Jesus! Yeah, it's and the audience score is like fifty something. Mm. But yeah, like it's weird. Like. There's like there's like a there's like an asterisk on those Zack Snyder films because there's like 30 minutes of footage that you put back into that movie that fits in the ultimate edition that makes the movie like feel a lot smoother like yeah like I'm I I finally watched the extended version and in the original version they don't show you how Batman gets something out of somewhere and in the in the 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 original movie he just literally has something and you're like wait how do you get that what like what what and it doesn't make any sense. They never explain it. It's just because they, they deleted a scene just to make the movie shorter that actually made it make sense. Was it Kryptonite? I think that, Yeah, I think it was Kryptonite. He just had it all of a sudden. Or something like that. I think... Uh, so in the, in like the theatrical version, he, like, it's, it's just explained that he breaks into LexCorp and takes oh, the... I didn't even hear that in the original. I just remember thinking, how the hell did he get that? Well, because there's a scene where Lex literally drives up to LexCorp, and there's just a batarang where the kryptonite used to be. Mm. That's it. You, uh, they don't you I don't see do. him like show up and like take it. Okay, it might have been something else though too. I don't know. Probably, but Either it, way. there's a lot of stuff. There's like how how Lois figures out that the bullet came from LexCorp and stuff like that. Like it went to like an anal- like someone analyzes it and shit. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of things that when you put it in makes the movie make sense. That when you take it out and you're watching it, you're like, of course people are going to be like, well, that's a plot hole. There's a plot hole. That makes no fucking sense. That's the thing. I feel like the DCEU isn't like, – it's not, it's not given the credit it deserves because a lot of people watch the theater at, uh, the theatrical cut of Batman v Superman, which I'm not saying is amazing or anything, but the extended cut makes it, I would say, notably better. Yeah. I think people give it a little more credit than they do if, if that was the original version they watched. Now with Justice League, everyone watched the uh, the, the Joss Whedon version. Terrible. N- now it's terrible. Now that it, I didn't think it was that terrible before, but now that I saw the, the, the Zack Snyder version, it's like, okay, that was really bad because they had this 
and they didn't use it, which is a way better movie in my opinion. It's long. I think he it does seem like Zack Snyder likes to sniff his own farts sometimes, but <laughs> that's it, every director. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a, a ten times better than the original. And I just feel like it's just not giving the credit it deserves yeah. because of those two blunders. Yeah, that are that have been fixed since. Yeah. Also, Dune. There's slow motion where there shouldn't be slow motion. Really? There's there's slow motion when he's just standing there. Okay, that's weird. You know, there's like I don't know. Have you gotten to the part where he's at the the sand planet? I think I, they were just arriving there. Okay, there's a moment in the movie, and this, it's been in the trailers too. But there's like I've noticed a lot of slow motion in this movie where it just doesn't need to be slow. It's people just walking. It's him just standing there. There's like a slow motion part. There's a there's a slow motion in his dream, where he's just standing. Looking over something. Maybe the director just thinks it looks really cool. It's a lot of slow motion. It's slow. And it's like, but like you can tell it's slow motion by the, just like kind of like the frame rate. Like it's just like you can see your eye can kind of see it. I'm just like, again, why do people give so much crap to Zack Snyder for <laughs> at least his slow motion? There's something cool I, happening. I liked it all, like all the time. Yeah. Slow motion can be really cool. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there's something cool happening for the slow motion. For this, the slow motion is just there. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm like, and this guy, this guy, like, <laughs> didn't even the the didn't even a fuck you, like I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't even know his name. He's a pretentious asshole. <laughs> now, one thing I've been wanting to talk about is the Guardians of the Galaxy video game. Yes, I've been loving this game, dude. I didn't even know it came out. I thought it was coming out like next year because no, I dude. saw the trailer like what, like a, like a couple months ago. Yeah, it, it 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 literally got announced and came out in just a few months. Yeah, which is crazy. That never happens. The last time I can remember that happened, that was like a big notable game, was Fallout 4. Mm. It, it got announced, and then like three or four months later, it dropped. And and that like really helped the marketing for that game. This game apparently is not selling very well, which makes me so sad because I miss these types of games. This is just a straight-up linear campaign. Well, duh, it's not doing well because even I didn't know. Like At least I, 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 know, I knew when you're... Miles Morales was coming out. Like I This one, I thought I still had time. I thought it's like, oh, it's... In the future, like it'll be out like in about a year. Well, here's the thing: dude. cut two, three months later. This game takes me back to the PS3 and Xbox 360 days, which I was just talking about with RPGs. Now it takes me back to the old days of campaigns, campaigns that weren't padded with nonsense. They weren't open world unnecessarily for no reason, and they were just straight to the point. This is such a linear game. There's a cat. It's my cat. There's Hang a on. black cat. This is a linear campaign <laughs> where it's just super story-driven the whole time. The writing is so freaking good, dude. Very Guardians. like It would almost seem like James Gunn wrote this, in my opinion. Um, the, like All the characters are being fleshed out so well. And I kid you not, there is a scene between Peter and Drax. I won't spoil it. It can be missed, and it's one of the best scenes in the game. And I literally had tears in my eyes. It was... I mean, if you if, if you know both those characters' backstories at all from the comics or any of that stuff, you'll know what they talk about. They they both lost loved ones, and uh, it's super super good. And it can be missed because like he's he's in this city like up on a deck, and if you don't go talk to him, the scene never happens. You can just pass him up and continue the story. Which I don't know why they would do that. The music is so good, the acting is so good, everything is like shot beautifully. Loved it so much. And then later on in the game, literally another scene had me crying. I'm just like, how is this game so good? And it's, but it's not just that. It's not just if it can make me cry, that means it's good. The, the gameplay is really solid. 
You play as just Star-Lord, which a lot of people don't like since it's like a team-up game. Um, or not a team-up game, but a team, you know? Yeah. You're only playing as him, but you're directing everyone around. You're, t- you're telling Go- uh, Gamora to help you climb up on something or to chop something down to get you through to the next area. Drax, he can pick up stuff and throw it somewhere. Um, Rocket, he can crawl into small spaces. And Groot, he can like make bridges and stuff with his roots. And they can all do like various things like that. And just making your way through the levels... Listen to them talk, the music, the atmosphere, the graphics are amazing, the facing, the facing, the facial animations are amazing. Acting is so solid, I couldn't even believe it. I looked up all of their like history, all like minor roles. This cast is so good, and they're brand new faces, which is what I feel like Avengers was missing. Avengers hired literally the biggest actors in gaming, all of them. Like Nolan North, Laura Bailey, Troy Baker, a few other ones I can't remember right now. All, all of like the biggest actors there are. Um, this game... Just no names for the most part, and they knocked it out of the park. And I cannot stress how good the writing is. Like, it feels like, like a lot of times, I feel like I'm just experiencing a whole season of Guardians of the Galaxy, like a, like a TV show. Because there is a lot of cinematics. A lot of times you're not really playing the game. You're just watching everything fall, like, just like everything play out. And uh, there's choices that you make throughout the game. Some can be minor, some can be major. Uh, sometimes you can uh, side with one character, and then it'll, it'll like, affect your relationship with them, or... Or, or make it good or bad. And, uh, yeah, like, it's telling everyone's backstory so well. And I've, they've really fleshed out Peter a lot so far, and Drax, I would say, the most. Um, Rocket a little bit as well. Um, I'm still waiting to hear more about Gamora and Groot, which I played the Telltale Guardians, so I basically already know the gist of all, this, all their backgrounds anyway because they didn't really change them from the comics um, or from the movies. But, uh, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite games. Of, like, I would say it could still potentially be my favorite game of the year. Mm. And I have some big games that I absolutely have loved this year in, in like my top five. But this has been so solid, and it's just so simple and to the point, dude. Just a straight, linear story campaign. We don't get this anymore. And it's full-blown AAA, not this like double-A shit where it's like it's like kind of janky. There is still jank, but it, it it's, the t- it's, the, it's the type of stuff that can be patched out in like a week, you know? Right. I'm, I'm not experiencing any issues like some people are on like older platforms and playing on PS5. Um, and I'm just having such a good time. I just wanted to rant about it to you. I think you should play it. All right. I it, think it's, it's about 12, 16 hours long. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I think I'm like 70% done, probably, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, I'm loving it. That was my big uh, Guardians rant. All right. Well, you convinced me. <laughs> but, <laughs> There's probably uh, tons more that I wanted to go over. But but I guess the last piece of news is that we know that there's a Morbius trailer coming out n- tomorrow. We'll oh, yeah. Forgot to mention at the top. We're yeah. filming this on November 1st. Monday, November 1st. So when you're listening to it on November 19th when it drops. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll drop before I leave for LA. Okay, there we go. Yeah. When, when are you leaving? Friday? Friday. Yeah, Thursday. You're probably listening to this on Thursday the 4th. Let us know what you think about that Morbius trailer. Yeah. But uh, did you watch the vignette that I sent? Yeah, I did. Yeah. so I saw someone tweet about it, too. There's like there's so many different things from different universes. So like, what's the hell's going on? Yeah. And then uh, there's this terrible audio edit where you clearly know that Jared Leto is going to say the Spider-Man universe. Mm-hmm. I, I heard it. <laughs> so he's like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, there's a lot of things going on in this universe. And like, <laughs> and then he's it's, like, it's like. Yeah, there's a lot of things going on in this universe. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't know. Like, you could tell there's a cut there. There's a cut there. He said either, he either said Marvel Universe or, or Spider-Man Universe or something yeah. like that. <laughs> so they're like, they're like, 
it's like you're it's like they're trying to keep it secret that Spider-Man is going to be a part of this universe Dude, of movies. I honestly think Spider-Man It's the worst kept secret. <laughs> it's I, I think No Way Home is going to end with Spider-Man going into Venom's universe. That's also a part of Morbius's universe. I don't know. Um It's it's so it's weird cuz either why is Venom in so if Venom doesn't show up in No Way Home, then why is Venom in this I th- universe? I think he will, though. And, and, and I think both of them, specifically, are going to get sent somewhere else by the end of this movie. And <sighs> I think it's going to be wherever Morbius is. And I think that's why Tom Holland doesn't think he's... like. I don't think Tom Holland even knows if he's continuing to play Spider-Man after this movie. Like I don't think he has a contract in order. Except there's still the team-up so one. So I think, and this is where you have to be like uh, an ace detective... Listening and reading every every little he's thing. He's acting like it's his last one. Yeah. Well, that's uh, he's acting exactly. You got exactly yeah. the point. He's acting. But but, but Kevin too. Kevin Feige said that Spider Man is the only superhero that has the power to cross Cinematic universes. Universes. Yeah. So I'm guessing that after No Way Home, duplicate Sony is in charge of doing the solo movies, but there's still going to be some agreement on like. Hey, can we use Spider-Man for like this m- movie here, like with Doctor Strange or Thor or whatever? So he'll still be able to come into the universe. They, j- they just won't be in charge of the solo movies. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. That's but what I'm thinking. They would have to. This would make sense. We've been seeing Spider-Man in all these suits. One of these suits allows him to jump. Doctor Strange has made it. He can jump universes. Literally, not like cinematic universes, like how people say Sony's isn't connected, even though it obviously is. It's connected. What I'm saying is. Multiverse wise, this will this will allow him to talk to people in the MCU, but still go back to home in his universe. Boy, but he's in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, I always try to come up with these ideas, and then they it's all hard. They all it's hard because like you'll come up with a good idea, but then you're like, oh yeah, but at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense. He he originated in the MCU's universe. Yeah. Whereas Venom is in a different universe, coming into the MCU. Yeah. So. So Tom Holland wouldn't necessarily go back to. I feel like anyone. the way they wrote Venom too, it was for Eddie to say goodbye to that universe because like, his, uh, what's his face? What's her face? Anne is getting married, and he's ba- like at the very end of the movie, he's basically saying goodbye to her. Like, this yeah. is it. Like, like I'm um, uh, like they, there's a reason why they put him on the run. Yeah. So I think it's him saying goodbye to that universe. And then Jared Leto and Morbius, I, I guess at, by that point, once they started filming that, they're like, okay, so we know for sure that Spider-Man, we're going to have some control over that so we can put stuff in this Spider-Man universe. I think people are taking stuff in the trailers of Morbius too literal. I think a lot of it, it will end up being changed in the in the real movie. Like People are saying that, like, that like the Daily Bugle is from the toby uh the toby mcguire universe and and morbius which it is like the logo and whatnot but like that's something they could easily edit to make it the, the daily bugle from the mcu or a different daily bugle in general yeah. the spider-man logo i mean uh, graffiti on the wall was was a toby mcguire suit that's something they could easily change in the real movie to be tom holland spider-man yeah know what i mean yeah but yeah yeah, that's, I mean that's exactly what I was thinking. That's that's what I've been saying <laughs> since that since that came out was that oh that's it's just like placeholder. Yeah, it's just a placeholder. There's and to throw people yeah. off and to hype people up for no reason. <laughs> yeah, thinking that that uh, Tobey Maguire's coming back. <laughs> no, okay, I, I gotta hear from you. We don't have much time left, but yeah. like, how are you in terms of being convinced that Toby and Andrew are in this movie for sure? Like, how much percent? <sighs> okay, so before I was like forty percent. I'd now say it was similar. I'm 
maybe 60 to 65 percent convinced so you're still they not are. fully convinced at all i'm not com- fully convinced but now i'm more i'm more on the side of that there is a possibility all i know is that if they don't show up in this movie you know how many people are going to be so mad because they have hyped up their expectations beyond recognition. They, if you have seen the videos and the forums that I've read, like, dude, these people are so convinced. And I would say the only thing was the uh, Andrew Garfield, like, 4K face thing that leaked. That was, like, the one that's like, okay, something's up. Right. But Tobey Maguire, I'm not, con- I'm not convinced that he's in it. Um, and, like, we've seen him. He doesn't look like he's necessarily Spider-Man fit. He's skinny. Don't get me wrong. But he's definitely not buffed up like how he was back in the day. Yeah. Um, but I still think they're in the movie. Don't get me wrong. I think they're in the movie. But I'm still not fully convinced that they're in the movie, Just if, if that makes any sense. Hmm. Like, I haven't seen anything that's like, okay, they're definitely in it. The Andrew so, Garfield thing's like, probably, but... So what if the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man doesn't have a happy ending? What if he's what if he's the par, par, uh, Peter B. Parker? Yeah, where like because like at, at the last time you see him, it's him dancing with Mary Jane after he fucking hit her. Like, yeah. So it's like, so what if he's the Spider Man? That's like like he's like oh, I gave it up. Like it wasn't worth it. Yeah, and then you he know? gets forced into it or something. Yeah, kind of like yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah. I just I would love to see like a grizzled older sarcastic toby Maguire as peter like not like all jokes and happy like he's he's like down on his luck you know like he's not he's not very happy overall and then he's got this kid just freaking spider-man gets sent into his universe and all these bad guys show up or something like that um mm. i would i would just love to see him as like the one that's like i don't want to be here i don't want to do this and then have andrew garfield i mean he could also be like that because his life sucked as well um I feel like his life sucked as well, but like there was like there was a there was a bit of hope at the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two, whereas with Spider-Man Three, you're just kind of it's kind of just a little bit sad that he is like like his best friend died, he hit you know he hit his girl, and now he's just like like he's like I'm in a shitty place right now, and then they just end with him dancing, you know, <laughs> it's like. I, like, I don't think they made it. <laughs> I think yeah. they got divorced or they never got married. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah. uh, I'm really excited for that movie. I just think people, their expectations are crazy. Like, what if they're only in the movie for, like, the final scene? <sighs> yeah. Or, like, an end credit scene that's teasing, like, Spider Verses. That's, that's the name of the next movie. Spider Verses. That's kind of cool. Spider Verses, yeah. Amanda's uh, calling me now, so she's probably on her way. Right. So I'm going to wrap it up. Wrap it up, bro. This has been Geeks of the Galaxy episode. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. <laughs> It'll be in the title. or something. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot for hanging out. If you made it this long, please leave us a review. It would really mean a lot. Five stars, please. Five well. stars. And uh, yeah, we will see you guys next time after we've seen Eternals. We're going to talk all about that and Oscar's trip to California. It's going to be a fun time. Yes. We will talk to you guys later. Bikinis and boobs. <laughs>